0: But so what do you think about the Hoshikari Richardson?
1: That's crazy that I, I have I actually have a I didn't post or nothing, but only did it as a um as uh how can I put just as a mess around to see how it would look if I was actually really be serious about it. I did a uh should be over here.
0: Okay, we're gonna slight take a slight digression. I should have said this at the beginning, but I didn't. What? So this is a very impromptu podcast. My brother is here from Tennessee, and um, we are—that's crazy. You got to title that too. But um, first time I seen him in probably what about two years? Maybe. I mean, I saw you back in May.
1: But yeah. But a, that was very brief. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was fun, but it was but. brief. But
1: um, <laughs> it was not night.
0: We're yes, we're sitting here talking about just catching up on life, family, life. You, you know just everything podcast too so i was like and i've missed a lot of good content so far but i'm we'll, we'll never run out of anything to talk about but i want to introduce him this is my brother matthew one of my one of my eight brothers one of the 13 siblings i have he's incredible dope amazing kind like is literally a skinny mini a skinny madman is the new skinny legend he is the new skinny legend and um we might have to revisit the conversation about veganism and food, too.
1: Perfect, yeah. So,
0: just because they know I t- they I'm vegan and I have a whole um, process story about yeah. it and stuff. but Right. But, yeah, so we were having a good conversation. I wanted to, to, to record some of it. And um, we just got started talking about Shakari Richardson. So, so the timeline of Shakari, you know, the... um, Oh, do you want to say g- greetings to anyone? Oh, it's, uh,
1: it's cool. <laughs> uh, I'm just happy to be here. You know, um, definitely on the podcast... Uh, I want to thank you for letting me be a part of it as well. This is my first one. So, if I sound a little uh, train wrecked here, excuse it. But, um, but yeah, I'm here for some good conversation, good vibes, good energy.
0: Exactly. So, Shakara Richardson, you know, she did qualify for the Olympics. But mm-hmm. when she was in Oregon, she tested positive for, right. you know, marijuana. Mm-hmm. But when she was in Oregon, it's legal there. Right. But the Olympic legalness or whatever it's you know it's illegal it's right. stands of substance so that whole situation happened and then she did the interview with good morning america and the reason why she says because she's been coping that was the same with her mom passed mm-hmm. her biological mom and then that was her way of coping with it or whatever they didn't really they didn't take that as an, a legitimate excuse so well, i guess nothing really would have been a legitimate excuse if it's, if it's illegal it's illegal but yeah. um well so far what do you think about that Stop that. Um, we'll I, a right there.
1: I will say, like, I, I have like a two part perception about it. Like one, I definitely feel like uh, with the decision that the Olympic, uh, you know, board did make as far as deciding not to let her attend the Olympics was a bit of a stretch. Um, for one, I even think I might be wrong here, but I think they said that it was an enhanced drug or something like that. For one, that's absolutely completely opposite
0: exactly
1: Um, it's not like her smoking weed was gonna do exactly they was mad
0: because she high and she's still good i guess
1: Mm -hmm. and that's one thing I, i i don't i even used to partake you know in smoking a little bit or whatnot um i would say this right here when she did decide to do that it was a decision that she should have thought about a little more thoroughly because, you know, rather it's a company, no matter what your job is at the end of the day, you have to follow that company's rule. If you want to right. continue to work there, if you want to continue to do what you're doing and, you know, make your money for it, you got to follow their rules. Maybe not, You may not agree with it, but you got to roll with the punches of it. So um, I will say on a standpoint, as far as her. Being a role model now, her coming from where she comes from, Dallas, Texas, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And beating all the odds of being in that type of city and environment. Yep. And you making it to the Olympic level. You didn't just make it as a great runner. You, you, you are there of champions of champions as a finalist for your, com- for your country, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And you, that was something that she should have definitely thought about before her own self won't. Or even Stephanie's. and it's very understandable that people do cope with death, especially of your mother, mm-hmm. in very different ways. Uh, but to go back, as far as my opinion on the Olympics decision on it, I think they definitely should have took that into more, you know, to more of a deeper thought process Into to understanding. Okay, if she didn't cope with it, maybe it could have broken her down mentally to where it could have, you know, went down another bad road for her because she wasn't able to, you know, smoke a little weed and you know to ease her mind or whatnot. And with her doing that, it possibly prevented something worse for her to happen. Maybe it could have caused her to get suicidal. It could have caused any you know a deeper effect on her. So that was it was definitely a stretch. Of course, you know maybe like a fine or something like that could have came right. into play. But it is another thing I also want to touch on about the situation that I want a lot of people to realize and be upper minded about. Um, I don't think it was strongly from a racist standpoint of the Olympics because everybody got to think too back to Michael Phelps. Whenever, even after, I believe, it might have been after his Olympic trial, whenever he had won all those gold medals, he had a great year, and he was winning them back-to-back, he got, he failed a drug test after smoking. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they took his gold medals away. I think they did, too. So, that's... You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that that's a big deal. And like I said, I that's... I still think
0: that was ridiculous.
1: That was very... Again, it was because of marijuana. So... But I'm just saying that to say, you know, I don't want people to just to be so fixated. That's true. Because it's a racial thing. We have so much racial thing that's already...
0: Exactly. You know... 100%.
1: Affecting us, so...
0: And I feel like, you know... I was really empathetic, or am really empathetic about the whole situation for her losing her mom. It's like... It's like, honestly, that's how I was feeling last week with my birthday.
1: Right.
0: The state of just the world, it, what the world is. And then, you know, with our mom having COVID and mm-hmm. our sister. And mm-hmm. then Jennifer, star's wife, has what? COVID or had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt like, what is it to celebrate? And especially with being at the hospital, seeing a 20-year-old on the ventilator, 29-year-old getting um, life flighted to our trauma center because the ventilator isn't working. <coughs> Excuse me. And all those kinds of things, it really put into perspective, like, I slick feel like what do I have to celebrate but at the same time I was like this is even more reason to celebrate. Right. You know not only did I see do I does God wake me up to allow me to see another day which each day brings so many new opportunities to be a better person to do well in school to be a light to someone else to be able to pay it forward to be kind all these different things each day brings. I saw I see not only a new day but I saw a new year. Right. And not only did I see any just any new year I saw another year where I, I made it and beat it through COVID. And you know, I still have my, you know, after effects from COVID respiratory wise and whatnot, but I am alive and I'm not on a ventilator and I don't have to have a walk around with an oxygen tank. So that was, you know, something that I had to really think about on my birthday. Right. Because I was just, I was in a really poor mood last week on my birthday just because I was so emotionally attached to everything else that was going on in the world. Aside from the fact that me, you know, God blessed me with the chance to see another birthday. Um. So with the whole shikari situation she has this amazing accomplishment to celebrate being the i think she was sixth or seventh fastest woman in the world and you qualify for the olympics right right and it was it was that race because she she after she finished she was out of breath you can see the video and stuff but she ran up the stance to her grandmother Mm -hmm. and loved all up on her and you could you could feel the the proudness and the
1: Accomplishment, yeah.
0: Oh, I'm getting chills right now just thinking about watching the <laughs> video because I got emotional whenever I was watching it and just feeling like you said, her beating the odds and coming from where she came from and everything. And then she gets the news, I think it was like a day or two, or maybe moments after, or something like that. Or maybe a, a reporter told her, I don't remember mm-hmm. how soon it was, but it was very, very soon after her winning that she was told that news. And I, I, I feel like so many people have so much to say about people's life in general. And I know we're talking about it now, but um, like you said, she she could have spiraled down so many different types of.
1: Right. Right. Endless holes. Right. Um, From the backlash of her mom dying. Exactly. And yeah. (sighs) And uh, just also speaking on her too, aside from, you know, the incident that did happen with her and the Olympic situation, um, like her last recent race that she had lost, you Mm -hmm. know. I think
0: she did like a classic or something.
1: Uh Yeah, whether a Jamaican woman, uh, lady had beat her or a yep. young girl had beat her. Mm-hmm. Um, I exactly. feel like when she had lost, it showed just the true colors of a lot of people that were, quote-unquote, supporting her. Exactly. And to be honest, it pissed me off. Because it was like, how, for one, as so-called fans and as a culture, y'all turn y'all back on her. Whether you joking or whether you being serious about... Have been defeated at that moment. Like, what possesses you to do that to somebody like her? She already was obviously going through hardship. She, you know, one of her greatest moments in life was destroyed, obviously, through the pain of her mother, and then two, not even been able to follow through with going through the Olympics. And then when she does have the courage to come back into the field and she loses, y'all talk about her, y'all make fun of her, her, y'all point fingers at her, or whatever it may be, and have your negative opinions about her. And that's the thing a lot of people don't understand either. That also is affecting the athlete mentally. Yes, they are... They probably establish a thicker skin because they do recognize hate. They get it on a regular basis. But at the same time, they still have those late nights to where they break down in their mind and emotionally to where it's like, damn, I can't do nothing right. You know what I mean? So that's one thing I wish a lot of people would have took into effect whenever she did lose and thought twice about making fun of her. You know what I mean? But... Let her come back and win and get back on top because she will. She's a strong person. She's a strong black woman. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I definitely feel like she's going to get back on the high status of where she was at. You know what I mean? Um, Reaching success. Because she's, she's already successful. But in the social media eyes and the people eyes, you know, she's going to be back on top of where she is. Everybody will be right back on her bandwagon. Yep. They will be. And the thing
0: is, she's been, she been popping for a minute. Yeah. I mean not even for a minute. I mean I think back when she was like a freshman or a junior at in high
1: school. Uh what was L S U, right?
0: Well at L S U and when she was um just back home in, in Texas mm-hmm. as just like a regular high school student or whatever, she was setting records then. Right. Um so I've actually been following Shakari for about four four or five years or so like that. Not heavily. But yeah, enough. Um, yeah. Like currently, but I Ben knew that she was it. Like right. Ben knew that. So, people are, for one, people are making it seem like she's just now starting to blow. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I, like you said, I think more in a, at a microscopic eye, especially with social media. Um, but she's always been talented and had it about her. And you lose, you, I won't say you lose some and you win some, but I don't know if Shakar's really the type to lose some, win some, because, I mean, Usain Bolt. Right. Um, Flo, flow what's in name, Flow. Oh, um, she, she, was, she was the other black famous track star Flo. Uh, I, can't I, I think it starts with a J. I can't remember But um, I don't know What her stats were either But It's almost like Her talent is undeniable Yeah And like like I said She was smoking She was high and running
1: <laughs> Exactly yeah, Like yeah. she
0: was still on top So Yeah um, I, But like you said I, I think it had more so A lot to do with The mental perspective And I think she wanted To do so well Because She had so much To show or prove mm-hmm. um, From not You know Following through With her um, Qualification with the Olympics That Right it took a turn for the worse, but that still shouldn't. I think she still has her standing in the country or like in the history or
1: whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. As far as like her records or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so, too. And um, it's it's a minor setback, you know. Oh, and that's one thing about being a great role model or even just being a great athlete or whatever it might be. That's the thing about it. You're going to take harder falls than the average person. Mm-hmm. So, and when you do fall, it looks worse on you because you were at a certain position or you were at a st- certain standpoint. Uh, R.P. to my guy, Kobe Bryant, greatest NBA player, by the way.
0: Period.
1: Um, <laughs> whenever he had got caught in the scandal or whatnot, you know, cheat on his wife, it looked so horrible. It looked so bad on him. People were talking about him so bad and just, you know, dragging his name through the mud and et cetera. But what did he do? He came back and became a beast. One championships
0: Mamba mentality
1: exactly and set records and still was a great stand up guy and was still looked upon as a great role model still 100%. great motivational inspirational person for the people for the culture for people all around the world and I say that to say a great like Shikari Richardson will be in the same exact boat the thing that about this weed situation her losing this last race etc whatever it may be it's all gonna be a fond memory, but it's also a molding for what's gonna set her up for when she's back on top, like I said a while ago.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of it time. Is.
0: Um, and just to touch on, like, well, not just to touch on, but mm. I wanted to change the conversation to. That's fine. When you talk about Kobe and the scandal, mm-hmm. just as a male perspective, like. I think it's it's not interesting, but I think there's something to be said about the fact that all these incredible women, J-Lo, Halle Berry, Vanessa Bryant, mm-hmm. um, Beyonce, who else? Um, I can't think of, I guess Cardi B falls in that category, I'm not sure, but all these amazing stand-up women. Right. And they're cheated on. Yeah. Like... Beyonce was cheated on. You know how I feel about Beyonce. <laughs> but even there's J Lo. She I feel like even if you're not a J Lo fan, you can just see the genuineness of who she is as a person and exude through. Which you know, we're not I in the relationship with her, but touch
1: just a touch of her career. When I seen the greatest stories whenever she played the role of Selena,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I it touched. It felt like you watched Selena. Yeah.
0: But the real deal?
1: Right, exactly. exactly. See, I
0: felt the way about I feel that way about J Lo when um enough. Not that it was a, it was based on a true story or anything, but she that role right there that she played she five. period it <laughs> is like uh, i and i actually enjoy her more as an actress than i do a performer because i just finished this morning i was watching her performances from the global citizen um concert or um fundraiser thing whatever last night it was she performed uh five seconds of summer who i love they're a great band coldplay performed bts performed um But watching her performance she performed with jay uh elo cool j and ja rule Mm -hmm. she's not a singer man and people was like them (laughs) vocals though and i'm like she literally sounds like a contestant that got totally on american idol i love her to death she's beautiful her body is impeccably insane to be 51 years old i love her like at one point i had her as my screensaver because everything i put in my mouth i wanted to reflect on the fact that she looks like she do
1: Right, right you know
0: this woman eats when she was working on american idol they was like you know, what is your workout routine and what do you eat and stuff? And she was like, You know, I'm just like, I'm like everybody else. You know, I eat a really clean diet. And there's like, What about sweets? Do you not crave like cookies? And she was like, No, she's like, I definitely do. She was like, If I crave an Oreo, I'll buy them. I'll have one Oreo and I'll throw the rest of the container away. Like the level of discipline this woman has.
1: Yeah, it's, it's strict.
0: It's very strict. And that's yeah. what I like about having a vegan diet because I don't have that luxury.
1: Right, right, right. It's
0: so hard to find, for one, good quality. Not that quality matters so I still can't taste nothing. But right. I guess for me at this point, it's texture thing. But, um, yeah, she's incredible, 100% tenfold. Yeah. But...
1: I didn't mean to cut you off either. No, I you're good. You I just don't
0: I like. understand how or why <laughs> women like Beyonce and... Je- Maybe in a relationship, they're the spawn of Satan. <laughs> which I'm sure they're not, but...
1: Um, t- to get my male perspective on that um, I've never been a cheater uh, But I feel like There's obviously Multiple reasons as to why Men and obviously women cheat too But since we're speaking yeah. on Great women in our eyes From the outside looking in get cheated on is, um, Temptation definitely plays a big part You know what I mean Like you.
0: So what you're telling me is that men are essentially weak I'm just
1: joking <laughs> uh, I-, I would say uh, uh, to a certain extent you know they probably are but at the, the you know what I'm gonna say this too I don't really like to categorize things as men and women mm-hmm. I like to categorize as people you right. have cheaters and you okay. have non-cheaters yeah and you have people who are easily influenced on temptation and you have a lot of people who are who are able to fight it harder rather be di- uh, dieting or dating someone or whatever it may be temptation is a lot weaker for others But, um, back again to these women, while they get cheated on, like I said, again, the temptation comes in effect. And then, who knows? They probably had a fight the night it happened. Because we got to remember, too, celebrities are just like regular people that have regular people problems. They argue. Facts. Um... They have domestic situations, this and that, so forth. It's not just rainbows and sunshines, you know what I mean? Obviously, nowadays, social media, that's the only thing that we get in, you know what I mean? That's the only feedback we get. We don't get to see.
0: Highlight real.
1: Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. So, but, you know, hey, it, 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 it hurts us, and, and and it's hard to see when we see good people get cheated on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Especially when we, like I said, we see them from a uh, fan's point of view, like, how in the world could Jay Z, crazy ass, cheat on Beyonce?
0: Yes.
1: The the, the queen bee, you know yes. what I mean? so, yeah. And like
0: like I was watching Halle Berry's, hundred um, percent, exactly what you just said. The 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 the, the, the sincerity, the mm-hmm. the legitimate dumbfoundedness of how do you cheat on Beyonce? Right. I was watching Halle Berry's interview she did with Oprah when her and Eric Benet had split up. Mm-hmm. Eric Benet had a freaking sex addiction. And I know that's a whole different, different, just, issue. It, yeah, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: But Halle Berry, she's name dropped in every freaking rap song. <laughs> like. There's a song uh,
1: about her. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, Hurricane Chris. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I just, I, I think about that because I'm also, look, I got the tab open right now. I've been watching this for a week and a half. I still haven't finished it. It's Beyonce and Jay-Z on the run tour live. It's two hours and 45 minutes. It's um, a documentary. But, No, so I guess one of their videographers, they recorded um, from them at East Location. They did, like, some parts from Atlanta, Nashville, Berlin, like, just everywhere that they traveled performing. Right. But watching Beyonce perform songs, because they did all their songs together and um, off of the Carter album that they did Mm -hmm. two or three years ago, and they also did their individual own songs. So watching Beyonce perform songs from Lemonade and just still watching how prevalent the passion and emotion is and when she's performing, I'm like, Cause Beyonce don't speak on stuff. She lets her music do all the speaking for her. Facts. Um, so watching how she just, it's like she really, this really, it really happened. Only she's like a great actress, which I already know that from watching Obsessed and Dreamgirls, <laughs> but and Cadillac Records. But um, I don't know. I just I, recently I've just really been pondering all that still. And I want, like I said, watching J Lo this morning on the on YouTube. I was I was thinking about. Wow because she's back with Ben Affleck now, yeah, I which heard they that. were Benfer whatever for the longest time Then they broke up, and she was an a rod a rod cheated on her, yes, everyone she's been with has cheated <sighs> except for Ben they just broke up
1: they oh my goodness, see and that's and oh my good and then that's another thing too, I feel like as um a frequency on relationships now for quote unquote regular people that are not celebrities um I think that's why a lot of people have cautionary feelings or wantingness to be in a relationship because they think, well, if celebrities can make it, what makes me think I can make it with the average Joe's, you know what I mean? So, But... I
0: ain't no front. That's how I be feeling. If Beyonce get cheated on and I barely get a text back, I would be like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but see, and, and you know what? That's the thing, though. I feel like before you get into a committed relationship with someone, there are... You might want to call it like telltale signs or certain um indications that you know you should either touch on and speak about with that person that you're on a talking stage with before you get together be, to prevent other actions of happening like cheating or mm-hmm. um just being in bad energy or whatever it might be that you should touch on before you establish trying to have a, you know, committed relationship with someone. So and I feel like that's another thing too um, That happens with a lot of Celebrity relationships Is that they have these Microwave relationships They get in them so fast They get in them so quick Probably yeah. because of Just certain status Or because you know Both of their groups Or entourage groups Are like Yeah I think you should go with What's name? I think you should Talk to so on and So on Then think Oh okay well Yeah both are at the Peak of your career Yeah it might be a good um, uh, Media move You know what I mean And whatnot. Get it, start making you it affect both of you guys making a little more money, more interviews, etc. This and that, and so forth and so on, to where you start losing the core values. To why you really want a relationship? Right. Think about if you if you wasn't a celebrity and you was a regular person. Like, would what would be the reason why you want a relationship? Because you want someone to love you, you want someone to know you, you want someone to be compassionate with you, you want someone to be loyal to you. Mm-hmm. Don't forget those same values, even if you got a million dollars in the bank. Is my point. So.
0: Do you believe once a cheater, always a cheater?
1: For the most part, I do. For the most part I I would say that.
0: Okay, is it true that men genuinely change or get act right with the right woman? You think that the okay, not that a woman can change them, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like because I, don't, I think as women, we really forget how strong and powerful we are when it comes to men. Just like you said with um, with temptation. Mm-hmm. A woman is like, alright, let's take... I ain't gonna do this to my guy, Kobe. Let's take... Um, we'll do it to Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z, for example, he's married to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. He had temptation or whatever. And, um... That other woman was so strong or powerful or whatever and she... She controlled the situation. Yeah. I feel like almost. Um, yeah. And he obviously had to say to... You the gotta right be a to bad yes no.
1: person to make somebody cheat on Beyonce. Like, it's gotta be something... You mean, you mean
0: bad, like, energy or bad, like... No. No, it doesn't get better than Beyonce, I feel like.
1: No, no, no. I mean, I mean like, whether it be... Like, you got good conversation. You got... Gotcha. Good uh, sexual desire. Whatever it is. It was something... That made him step out on Beyonce to make him with Miss Becky, and with and, the good hair exactly, <laughs> and make him step out and do wrong towards his lady. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. My point in saying is, I capitalize off what you're saying. Like it is, it is. Women do have a stronger, um, frequency to make a man do something. I will say that. I definitely will say that. Um... Then again, like I said, I don't really like to say men and women because I don't feel like I'm that type of individual. Cause-
0: First of all, you're not. That's why when you were telling me earlier about... Mm-hmm. Um, and my hair was saying, you didn't do anything. I'm I'm positive of that. Like, I wasn't even there, and I don't even know the details, but I know how you are as my brother, and you have always been kind, charismatic, respectful, mm-hmm. like, kissing the ground that she walks on, whoever you're with. Like, you probably drink her dirty bath water. <laughs> like...
1: And then... And then, and then I- Thank you for that. I hundred I appreciate the uh the compliment. 100%, um, yeah. and I was nowhere near perfect. You know, obviously I'm a human being, only person that we know hundred percent perfect, Jesus and his father Lord. Um I will say this. Um whenever it did come into my situation with my ex, you know, mother of my child, even before we had our daughter, um, she was the first person I absolutely you know loved like that's why i really say that that was my first relationship and you know that was my only real relationship mm-hmm. you know because it was both genuine um the mutual breakup came into effect to where you know certain situations and it might be something we'll touch on you know in a different podcast or whatnot but um when things when those things that did create a mutual breakup came into effect it 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 gave me the opportunity, I know, to reflect on why those things came into effect, um, and how to move forward with it. But regardless, I neither here, or there, you have giving me my flowers on that. But my point of saying is, um, that's why I say it's not men or women. It it it's about the person at the end of the day, as to why someone would cheat or why you know the relationship will start getting rocky because of something that a person do doing. It might not necessarily be cheating, but it might be a way that they start acting different or they start doing things a different way, you know, until it starts bleeding into the relationship in itself. Um, but I totally cut you off, so I'm going to let you get it. See,
0: look, I just got my I Am Athlete update. Oh, okay. Notification. <laughs> I was just I was just telling you guys about um, the I Am Athlete podcast because he, he hasn't gotten onto it yet, but I just got my notification, a new episode dropped with Des Brian in case you guys want to go check that out. But, um... I'm glad that you that you just had a moment of reflection for that, though that's really I mean, important right and um applying it for your next you know mm-hmm. whoever you're with next and whatnot but thanks for sharing that
1: of course
0: I didn't really know if that was off limiting, I kind of put you on the spot It's cool, but um <laughs> but yeah uh it's crazy though you say that because I think that the last gentleman that I was with i genuinely that was the that was the first guy I truly loved and had genuine for real for real Mavis Ward feelings mm-hmm. of and um I don't I know that I'm not perfect either like you said. Only one person is that and that's the man upstairs. But um mine mine is a little different than yours. I definitely put in the effort as I was supposed to. I wore my heart on my sleeve. It was the first time that I was seriously for real for real vulnerable and raw. Right. Um, and I think to have experienced it at 24 was really pivotal for me too right. because I am young and I haven't just lived a lot and and that was my first real relationship um well first of all he's a listener to this podcast and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me say that um you know guys y'all's brains is different and whatnot but he probably wouldn't say it was a relationship. I definitely feel like it was. And I like I told you before, and I'm sure my listeners know this at this point, I'm not a sneaky link entanglement backslide situationship, whatever. But um but I'm I'm grateful for the experience hundred percent. I still think that he's a great guy. I don't think he's a bad person. I think that, you know, we both discuss things after the fact and we both handle things um not in the best way. But the thing that I say that I that I really appreciate about him and I we gave each other some months to really digest and uh, process everything. And we came back and had another conversation about how things ended, why they ended the route we could have taken and that communication. Right. So in regardless, aside from everything, um, I'm, I'm really strong in a lot of areas in life, but I think that definitely, no, I know that that has strengthened me for when it comes time for another relationship or whenever I do start dating again, I can use that and apply what I learned from that experience. Um, communicating better i think communication across the board with anything like even at work so many things so many balls get dropped because people don't communicate um or they don't say things the way they're supposed to or even just the the delivery right like people be trying to talk at the side of their neck and i will be more apt to help you if you talk to me with respect
1: right right
0: and i don't know why as adults that's so hard to do or even bullying, like you, like you touched on with with Shikari. Essentially, that's what the world is doing is bullying her. The girl's already going through enough. Right,
1: right. and 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 you know what? I Honestly, I feel like is um, people just following other people like that. That's all that is. People only, or they either they're going with they're going with their first action of what they think is the right reaction to have towards something. Okay, mm-hmm. like nowadays, if, if the example that we're using with like the Shikari situation, people feel like, oh, this is the thing that we got to make fun about. We got to poke fun about. She was talking all that smack, um, and then she got a toe for the weed smoking it. Then she just so loud, oh, now's our time to um, uh, make fun of her, poke fun of her, or, you know, talk about her bad. Like, that's the right thing to do. That's not the right thing to do. If no. Which I did see some people, celebrity or not. That word, giving her, like, you know what, hey, don't worry about it. You bouncing back. That's the main important thing. you come back and doing what you love to do. Exactly. You know, giving her, you know, motivation. You know, keep pushing. Don't worry about this. It's just one race. Hey, you lost it. We'll, we'll come back for the next one. And you, you you do your thing. You be the shikari that, you know, you represent to be. Yeah. Um But to answer your question, why people feel entitled to do that is because, like I said, they feel like that's the best reaction to have to such an action. March you know? First. So...
0: And I think I I'm gonna say this at the beginning of the Shikari conversation, but one thing that I love about her, you know, the hair, the nails, the personality, the mm-hmm. confidence. First of all, that is Texas to death. I think that's that's <laughs> that's southernness period. But yeah. Like the, the way that she just she like, yeah, I'm here, what's up? Mm-hmm. She she has a very like
1: Oh, and I'm gonna cut you off. No, I'm, go ahead. Another thing too would be her post interview after she lost. A lot of people feel like that, oh calm down, you should be doing that. No, nah, that's... Energy. I took it her being like... Like she said in an interview. I'm still here. I'm still that bitch. I don't know if she said that exact word, but...
0: No, I think she did. Knowing I, her, I think she did. <laughs> and I'm here, you know, like... Well, not knowing her because I don't know her, but <laughs> watching her in previous interviews and whatnot, just seeing her, like, on social media, I definitely... Because I think I, I watched a little bit of it. Because right. I was off... I didn't even know what was going on. Jasmine, our sister, had sent me a, um, a meme or a, something about... It was a meme. It was It was like... Shakari before the race and Shakari after race something like that and I was like I didn't even know there was a race because I wasn't on social media Mm -hmm. so I went back and I like Google searched it or whatever because I didn't really understand what was going on but I think she said those exact words
1: and 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 as she should exactly (laughs) and I would I feel like that was the best way of her letting know y'all not getting to me Mm -hmm. that's not y'all thinking all that taunting because. And that's the thing about the post-interviews, because she already know how the social media world is. She already knew she was going to get hella backlash for it. Exactly. She knew people was going to drag her name, was going to talk raw about it, whatever it might be. But she was already nipping the bud before the cigarette even got lit. You know what I mean? So, she already knew. So, I applaud her 100% for that and keep riding on that same energy, because that's what got you here today. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. This girl done made it this far this whole time, her whole life. Yeah. Being, what, sixth or seventh in the country, mm-hmm. uh, fastest record and whatnot, but people ain't used to that. Yeah. The, the moment that you start to think highly or big of yourself or whatever, people say, oh, you're getting a big head or whatever. It's like, like I text daddy. I sent daddy pictures of my, for my birthday dinner, and um, I text him next day. I was like, did you make me a screensaver yet? People should see how cute I am. And then he called me and was like, don't be getting no big head about that. And I'm like, but as I should.
1: Right, right. But,
0: I know how he was saying it too but because you know he did not ain't nobody ugly in the family and things like that but I, I, I don't and that's the thing that I'm also learning the older I get bro if you find, just say that if you are a baddie and a hot girl whatever live your truth
1: but see a lot of people have the tendency to to um, not being humble enough well coming off as being humble or saying it as a self-motivating thing or saying it as a Because that's how I feel. Like, I have that much confidence in myself to know that I'm that beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of people might mistaken it or misperceive it as you being cocky or you being, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, and so there is a thin, a fine line between, you know, being cocky and you saying it because that's that's just how i'm feeling you know i feel like i'm beautiful i don't think that i'm ugly what do you want me to say i'm ugly i'm i'm this i'm fat. i'm this and that we got enough of that already yes and no matter if you 500 pounds or if you think you look like dracula at the end of the day you are a beautiful person you are Mm. a beautiful human being so you need to express that energy on in however way you want to perform that beauty yeah. However, you want to unleash it, however you want to express it, you do that because that's your given right to do that.
0: Yep. And if, if you don't think that about yourself, nobody else is. That's
1: the main thing. That's important. And
0: that's that's that that was my next thing I say. I was cleaning out my phone last week,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I came across a screenshot. And it was like, you can't love anyone else until you genuinely learn to love yourself. Right. And that's through every every bit of a person as to who you are. Right. I mean, from the way that you talk, the way that you walk. Um, your style, what you like, what you don't like, the way you dress, how you, if you're a natural hair girl or if you're a sewing, you know, lace front girl, <laughs> whatever it may be, <laughs> right. um, that's genuinely true. If you don't love yourself, you cannot love someone else. Fact. That's why I have never, when it comes to relationship datings, attraction, whatever, and even just friendships in general, I don't seek any of that. I don't seek emotions through other people. The last guy that I was seeing, The first guy that I, you know, I fell in love with whoever Mm -hmm. I was saying, I told him, I would never make you have the responsibility of making me happy. And I would never expect you to do that Mm -hmm. because for one, it's an expectation that I'm setting myself up for failure with because it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Second of all, you can't seek happiness through a person. One person has so much on their, I think just speaking very realistically, one person has so much on their plate already that they're trying to navigate through in life in general. Right. That there is no way that they can make your your happiness be their responsibility. Right. It's just like being emotionally intelligent. How do you give someone the 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 power to make you mad or to make you right. to make you sad? Right. Their actions can just like you know a guy a guy the your boyfriend getting you flowers that can evoke a happy emotion in you. I totally get that,
1: mm. but
0: to just you like girls who can never be without a man because or even guys who can never not be in a relationship because they they need to feel. That's how they feel happy with being with someone. Right. That's their validation.
1: Right, right.
0: Again, me personally, that's not that's not how I rock. I I'm very content with being, you know, single and by myself. Right. But I've never understood people that say, like when they do the post, Oh, you make me so happy. No, big dog, I'm that way on my own. Right. I'm happy through Talking to people until like, I'm blowing the face of eight years, bleed about nutrition and dietetics and ingredient <laughs> labels, like <laughs> right, um, the difference between organic and natural, GMOs and pesticides and herbicides. You know, you know, those type of things are what make me happy. Right, things that fulfill me and joy and give me genuine emotion, right, but right. never through another person. Yeah,
1: like basically, like you don't need, like you said perfectly, just said. I don't want no one to feel like. It's the responsibility to have to make me feel good.
0: Exactly.
1: Or maybe not that way, but not the responsibility so that I do feel good. Because I'm going to feel good and feel happy regardless. Period. Now, if you make it your own responsibility to do so because you want to continue to see me happy, Mm -hmm. then that's okay. But like like you were saying... Don't think you have to make a responsibility or I won't be happy. No, don't get it twisted, Baloo. <laughs> because of the fact that I'm going to be happy, exactly. I'm going to smile, I'm going to glow, I'm going to think that I'm fine, beautiful, whatever it may be, all on my own. Yep. Now, definitely when a partner that I'm with or a female is with, you know, once they do gas me up, also at the same time, I, hey, I do welcome that. That's because the I, next
0: level right there. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know what I mean? And I do invite that, you know, because contrary to what some men might say, they want that too. They want that same gratified feeling that she is gassing me up, that she is telling me, all right, babe, dang, I see you got your dress and you looking good. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, they want that same affectionate feeling as well. You know, maybe not as consistent as a woman wants it, or uh, maybe done in the same manner, but they still want that same yes. feeling in, uh
0: maternal. Exactly. Now, I totally get that. Um... I'm up here looking at this ingredient label on this uh kombucha bottle. We just learned about bacillus and microbiology, um, but um, I haven't got one. I need to get I on a drink. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring you some next time I come, whenever that's gonna be. Um, but um, but yeah, a hundred percent. And like, I think with me personally, I'm I'm so confident in who I am that that's why I'm so chill and cool with being by myself. Like when being had on the phone yesterday, he was like. He's like, yeah. He's like, you tell time you start having kids, I'm like, I hope that you are not expecting kids from this child because, for one, you're not getting any. Second of all, cause I don't, I don't desire to have children for one, mm-hmm. and two. He was like, um, he he also made a comment. He was like, but that probably happen to you about fifty six something like that. huh <laughs> You know, he's like, you can't date till you older, and I'm like, you joking? But that's honestly looking to have look to be. And Uncle Curtis told me, I'm probably about twenty one, twenty two no I was about 19 20 he said he said well Mavis you know how Curtis is Mavis if you ain't found somebody by you're twenty 23 he snick, stick a nail on the wall and hang it up I'm like okay so that's what I've accepted at this point because <laughs> the more that this dating world that I call a cesspool is here
1: mm-hmm.
0: it literally got trash in it like which it's not that I'll be actively looking because I believe when you start actively looking all you get is trouble like just let it. I'm really gonna letting things happen organic and naturally, or legitimately through like somebody that I'm friends with first. Right. Um. But, and I'm I'm so focused in on like just school and my career. And like I told you earlier, life for so long has been always about finances and money. I've never truly been present in anything, and I, I'm really finding myself through this um, academic journey in school. Right. And. Finding myself in my career and it it is getting much closer than than I have than I think it is and I don't know I'm finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with it and that's just my main focus more than anything too and I feel like people like people that say money is not. Well, money doesn't buy happiness. Be lying.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you know how many times I would like to pack up and say I'm not going to work for the next three days. I'm going to Aruba or California, wherever it may be. Yeah. And I can get all the vegan food I want that has much more variety than freaking where we
1: live. <laughs> yeah. And
0: just you know, I don't know people who say that I just be like, you're not spending your money right.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me
0: show you how to spend your money.
1: See, and, and I feel like I feel like it rooted really from the real happiness that we all want, you know, that real... Because money money can't buy self-happiness. Money can't buy mental happiness, mental health. Money can't buy that. Money can't buy the love and affection that you have for your child or for your spouse. It can't buy that. um, And I feel like that's where the root of it comes from. Just like people say, it's not... It's not money is the root of all... It's the love of money is the root of all evil. So... And I say that to say... Money can't buy real happiness. That's why I feel like maybe the... Well, that's the, true because we just finished talking
0: about that.
1: So, you know what I mean? So, like... Because I feel like you can be... Exactly. Like, you can be... You see, like we were just saying a while ago, like... People who are rich or whatever it may be, they still get cheated on. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and... It can buy... Uh, Temporary Happiness Or it can buy uh, Material Yeah yeah, Material happiness You know what I'm saying But Inside um, You know Emotional happiness It can't buy that It can't It can can give you the exterior Emotional happiness Like Like yeah I feel good Because I just bought a brand new Ferrari Or I feel good Like you said Because I went to Aruba So that's making me happy On the inside Yeah the energy of being in Aruba, being around the beautiful scenes of Aruba or California, wherever you might be, yeah, that frequency can affect your emotional happiness. You know what I mean? But that's true. Whenever it do come down to the real essence of money, can't buy happiness. Like I just said, like I um, gave the three to four examples. You know, genuine real love, or. Like I said, mental happiness, mental health. Money can't buy that, man. You can't. Like, one of my favorite actors, Robin Williams. Uh, my Lord, uh, rest his soul, you know. I, I would have never thought in a billion years, and I just got through reading, uh, not reading, but watching a uh, documentary on him. I believe that it's called uh, Robin Williams, Look Inside My Mind. And uh, it's a wonderful documentary, whether it's friends and family, you know, They were speaking about him and, you know... Obviously, details that we as fans looking from the outside in didn't know about. Um, Him being the creative actor, comedian that he was... Never made it possible for us to even think remotely that he had mental problems. You know, or, you know... Anything like that. Or emotional issues or anything like that. But... You take people like him and Jim Carrey... They that's why they are as funny as they are or as great actors as they are because of the fact they're pushing the craft so hard for one and then they two exactly and that's because of the fact that they really are crying out for help they are really crying out for a best friend they really are crying out for a genuine shoulder to have lean on and Robin Williams he had people like that but at the end of the day his mind and his emotions was so, I don't want to say damaged, but was so off frequency that even the people that were in his life still couldn't help. Like oh, men like, that oh, blue. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, and I'm sure with the wives he had and his kids and even two or three friends, true friends that he had, letting him know that they were there for him still wasn't enough for him. And obviously, we know he was financially successful. You know, very, you know, great. And that goes back to my point. He still, it still wasn't enough for him monetarily. It was not enough for him. So, um, but like I said, maybe that's going a little bit too deep into what how you really meant. You know, money can't buy happiness. And um, no, that's
0: true. I mean, because he had how much
1: money? I-, I don't know his exact, but I know. I know the brother. <laughs> I know the brother was good. Let me put it that way. You know. No, for sure. Exactly. Um, wow. And it. Really,
0: I mean, not even um, because Whitney Houston.
1: Yeah, her too.
0: Um, Which, Brittany
1: Murphy. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And what's the other girl's name? Ow. Um, they tried to make me go to rehab, but I say no. Oh, you're no, talking about uh, no. um. Dang, I can't think of her name.
1: I can't either. Amy Winehouse. Right. Yeah.
0: Amy Winehouse. Yep. Wow.
1: I it was gonna something else. And, and even
0: Cory Monty off of uh, Glee.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Very handsome, successful man.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's another it, it, it's so many people.
0: Sadly
1: to say, but yep, so many. And it is it's crazy. i he's not a celebrity, but I had a uh a partner of mine, he committed suicide. We 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 were fairly friends. Um and he committed suicide. And but he was a happy dude in person, though, you know, like he was a like he was a funny guy. He he was hilarious. He you know he, he had a great bubbly atmosphere about himself, you know, good energy. And then when I heard that he had, you know, committed suicide, I was like, man, it hit me because, again, the same thing like we were saying about with the celebrities. It, mental health is crucial it is it, absolutely crucial and that's why it's so important to be careful with who you allow around your energy and your aura because rather be good or bad it affects your mental stability mm-hmm. and it affects the way the wave of your frequency of your mental ability uh stability so um it is it, it's, it's just incredible
0: I think I've talked about mental health on here before. I can't remember, but I'm going to say it again, even if I have. I really... I know mental health is a very important and very serious thing. I right. mean, I've, t- I've told them about my experience from MTSU when I withdrew from the university. And the doctors and cardiologists said it was uh, anxiety for me. I have personally never dealt with mental health in a neg- in a negative light, aside from now that i'm now that I'm older and I'm really thinking about it, especially in this moment, I guess in a way we all had you no know, we definitely had effects of it from you know our parents, mm-hmm. but at that time, especially so I, okay, I'll say from our parents, I think um in to us coming coming into adults and who we are as people and living our own lives, it mm-hmm. definitely has taken a toll and an effect on us in both a good and a negative way, but at that time it wasn't I didn't call it anxiety because.
1: We felt like it was a way of life at times.
0: Exactly. It was a part of it. It was so normal for us and it was a part of us. Right. So I never claimed it as anxiety, which then started me on my health and fitness journey of my transition and weight loss and just being more um, nutritionally and physically conscientious. But my perspective on mental health is... I don't think that it's not real because, you know, learning about it and studying it, studying it from psychology and... um the balance in the brain and things like that, a hundred percent. But I, I also definitely, not but, because I don't want to erase that. And I also feel like there are so many different alternatives and avenues and resources that we can use to combat and learn to cope with those things that a lot of people do not do. Mm-hmm. So they wave the white flag, not saying like, suicide, well, that in a way. And I say this very seriously, not joking. They are the wave the white flag and just take themselves out. Or they wave the white flag by saying, I'm putting this on my on my spirit. I'm claiming this. This is what I have. Yeah. Instead of saying, "Let me go try animal therapy, mm-hmm. um, goat yoga, mm-hmm. working out, something," so 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 many different sectors in the health and fitness industry. I mean, from nutrition to dietetics to um, sports medicine and kinesiology, the actual physical bodily movement portion of it. Mm-hmm. Then you have physical therapy and. um being a chef there's so many different things so that's an avenue mm-hmm. different types of therapy art therapy music therapy um um nature agriculture there's so many different things that, that that we could be doing that people can do and the thing is you have to try so many different things that that's going to work for you right and i say that because once i started my health and fitness journey for one i, I felt better and I, now that I say this out loud, too, I don't know if my... Because my whole situation, I don't know if you remember, but it started because I was having heart palpitations one night at Murfreesboro, at MTSU, I went to St. Thomas, my blood pressure and my heart rate was ridiculously high. Um, I, w- I did have a history of being pre-diabetic, and you know, on daddy's side, it's high blood pressure, but on mama's side, I think it's low blood pressure, I can't remember, it's one or the other, flip-flop, or maybe hypertension, I don't know. Right. But... My blood pressure and sugar level has never been an issue. It was always, well, sugar level, yeah, because I was always been pre-diabetic because I was overweight as a child. But looking back now, when I think about it and the regular heartbeat I was having, um, I do feel like it had a lot to do with my nutrition. They right. never told me that I had a bad diet when they asked what type of things I was eating because the rhythm in your heart and stuff has lots to do with your sodium, potassium levels and salt intake. So when I told them they was like you have a pretty normal diet to be a college student right and it shouldn't raise this type of red flag so they never really knew what the legitimate cause of my irregular heartbeat was but I wore a heart monitor they reviewed it they said all my spikes and everything looked normal for the activity that I was doing I wasn't even working out then yeah um and I don't even remember everything that was on that journal that I had logged and stuff when I wore it and I had to turn it in but um I do think my diet had a lot to do with it but I ended up giving myself anxiety, I feel like, because I was so concerned because it was my heart.
1: Right, right, yeah. And
0: I've never experienced it or dealt with it before. Then I eventually developed angina pains, and angina pains are associated with anxiety, um, which are just chest pains. Ever so often, they're very sharp. So then that was like, dang. And I I think at that point, A.V.K. had already had her um, aneurysm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a health concern that I was thinking about. And then just knowing the health history with mom and dad side, I didn't, I didn't know what to think. Yeah. But aside from being overweight as a child, which most, a lot of kids are, especially mm-hmm. with the BMI chart, which doesn't make any sense, even as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was normal, you know, for the most part. And I think I gave myself the anxiety, but once I started working out, it, I completely changed. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I became so much stronger. Emotionally, I became stronger. Physically, obviously I became stronger as well. Um, I started seeing improvement with my digestion, just many different things. So, but again, had I not done the health and fitness journey, right, and went that route, I would have never been able to self medicate.
1: Right, 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 right. The real way. I follow you.
0: So, but th- th- that's one thing that I wish so many people would do,
1: especially, um, especially in our culture, At especially 100%. as, as, and that's one way I'm very happy to see about our culture really get on the board about and, uh, shining light on is mental health. Um, I know it might be a little annoying for certain people to see it because like mental health, mental health, mental it health. Is something something be huh?
0: It can be taboo. I mean, it it's can, cause it's so talked about.
1: It can be, but at the same time, like, but it's a good one though. It's a good yes. one that, that definitely needs to be light needs to be shed on. Cause that's something that I've definitely been able to see that is an important topic. And, uh, you know to really talk about and really execute on because of the fact that it is damaging to us. It it it, it that is a it's a cause for a lot of reasons. It's a cause for why people who are who were institutionalized for a poor, short period of time they continuously stay institutionalized mentally, even when they out, are out physically. It's a mental thing. Um, whenever you grow up 100%. a certain way in a black or Hispanic or minority household, you know it creates mental. Uh, unhealthiness for you as well because you feel like um,
0: I heard you say the Hispanic household is that like what you and Jennifer would talk about or?
1: Oh uh, yeah, we we definitely uh, touched on it. And uh, growing up, I would say she uh, she grew up more. Uh, how can I put it? She grew up more, more stabilized. She didn't grow up as a minority. I mean, I mean more stabilized as far as like uh, not having a lot of problems that minorities have when they are on poverty stricken life, uh, poverty stricken line of financial life, or when you know they don't live a certain type of life, but they live you know like a regular poverty minority people Mm -hmm. rather be dealing with um, how parents act towards you in certain situations or whenever you turn, you know. Eighteen primarily, a lot of minority families, hey, you're out of here, yeah. you know that, that I wash my hands with you, or either you're gonna help contribute with these bills, but yeah, you take Indian families or you take white families or you know things like that. Chinese families, they don't necessarily do that. you know they first you, they help build a work ethic for you at a young age 100%. to where when you do hit 18, you are you are prepared and ready, definitely financially. To go out on your own Even mentally That helps you be ready mentally as well And that's the thing of a fault that A lot of minorities Blacks or Hispanics or whatnot, Parents don't do for preparation for their kids Whenever they are young You haven't even instilled anything in me You haven't even put me on the path To be able to be ready to be You want me out at 18 You already want to wash your hands with me when I'm 18 Oh I've done my job No you ain't yeah. The only thing that you barely helped me do Is keep alive That's it That's damn near literally, and that's mainly more so because of God, because he knew the immaturity of a parent as you really were, you know, so. And you
0: can say that because you're a parent.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: And, and also, uh, when you say that, it's, um, there's no financial setup. Yeah, exactly. What do you want me to get out with? (laughs) Yeah. So then we move out, we get credit cards. Think that's gonna help us? Mm-hmm. Not understanding that you gotta pay it back. Or well, you understand R- it? Yeah. Exactly. Interest oh, rate. She the whole time, <laughs> in the Uh um, You finna go? Yeah, I'm about to go. Are w'e talking too much. No. Okay. Well she finna leave. leave. No, I'm, yeah, I'm about to leave. That's what I'm saying. You, you think you so, like so? You think she wanna
1: leave her house? Cause we talking too much.
0: No, <laughs> you take like your backpack though, right? I have one class left. Oh, we oh, have class. Pencil, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's some like, girl
1: work. We got three classes a day.
0: Yeah, I have well four,
1: but I count my math as two oh, because it's, it's at the same time. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. All right. Well, have fun
0: be safe. Be careful. All right. Ooh, let me get them new balance though. Huh? Let me get them new Balance, though. <laughs> um but no, yeah. That that's exactly the way the, the, the black cookie crumbles and um Yeah. Like like I was saying earlier too, with with in the black culture generation. Not generation but black culture. Mm-hmm. When when you're when you're being yourself, and let's just say this, I I have never really studied it or known what it is, but as Black people, I know that we speak our mind, mm-hmm. and you know we have the rims, we have the the souped up cars. I call them soup, souped up and decked out. That's the term I use. People are fun for saying it. <laughs> the loud music, the beats, the you got that edginess to us or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: But. When we tap into that, when we're like 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years old, and we're becoming who we truly are, right, and developing, becoming developed, it's mm-hmm. a bad thing, or you're being too grown.
1: Right, right, yeah.
0: So, then here we are, we get older, and not only, not only do we struggle because of, that's her friend.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> it's, not, it's not like that yet, but it's her friend.
1: Asian guy.
0: Yep. Sean, he got a nice car, don't he? That boy. It's okay. scrawny. I've been ain't
1: seen her in thirty years.
0: That boy's scrawny too. He cool. He goofy too. You'll meet him.
1: I've heard him being a nice guy. He's been so kissing her so much. Excuse me. He's been so kissing her so much. Like on the lips. Yeah.
0: Are you BSing?
1: No. They literally just stopped. stop. he's getting to his car. All right, uh... Boosley. I didn't
0: know that it was like that yet. He did run over to me. He's been like, it's been 30 freaking years. And he's like, oh, I still like still kissing the car. Um... I did develop some emotional issues. Like, either I involved my emotions too much, or I just didn't to an extent. And... But like I said, when when I came here and Marisha really taught me and explained to me about emotional intelligence, that's something they don't teach you the real stuff that you should truly know in life in school, what? but she takes the time and she, she taught me about that. And we, we talk about it to this day. We, I call her, every moment, I moments like Marisha, I really practice emotional intelligence because of this, or, um, she told me about a situation that she had on the way to work or whatever, just responding to different situations in life. And like you said, every action don't need a reaction. I was never hot headed. But either I would brush things off, or I would never address situations truly, and I think to truly get to the next level of being emotionally intelligent and even just starting it, you have to acknowledge issues, situations, whatever, which falls into what communication mm-hmm. so when you communicate things and you process them and you digest them, um you can truly understand them in a greater context and a detail and I think a lot of a lot of relationships and situations in general can be better or prevent it, whatever you want to call it, if communication was had. Right. So when, when Daddy and I had that conversation, we communicated so many... For, at least I communicated a bunch of emotions and what I was feeling and things like that, and he did too, which I know was very vulnerable for him because we know how Daddy is. But, um, but yeah, so...
1: I I would say communication is very important because I'm a big, huge communicator. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also feel like... Um, Communication is just like a car without a battery. And I say that to say, I'm, I'm let me reiterate, I'm saying that better. Communication, understanding. Communicating without understanding is like a car without a battery. Basically meaning, yeah, you got the big portion of what's, you know what I'm saying, on the right track, but you can have every component to that vehicle, but if that vehicle don't have a battery, it ain't going nowhere. Same thing with communication. We can talk, talk talk, 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 talk all day, but if your mind frame, and your heart isn't open to understanding it genuinely and thoroughly to where it can be practiced enough to yourself, to where the person you have having a miscommunication with at the beginning with uh, can have a full resolvement to it. Other than that, it's just going to be, a, like I said, it's just going to be a talking fest, and yeah. that's it.
0: Or like a revolving door.
1: A hundred percent. So that,
0: That's very true. I, I think the thing, too, to understand the understanding component of communication, depending on what it is, especially you have to somewhat have experienced whatever the conversation is about. So, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're communicating how someone makes you feel but they don't acknowledge or they don't acknowledge or validate your emotions, but instead they gaslight you about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz I I went on a date this summer and um I made a joke. He was driving or whatever and I made a joke about you know how crazy he's driving in the city of Atlanta or whatever. But I made a joke and um his response he gave, he was like, he was very honest. He was like, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I don't like that or something like that. And I was like, I was very apologetic because he was like, I feel like you're gas. He literally said, I feel like you're gaslighting. He was like, I won't, I won't make that joke ever again or joke with you in that sense because I know how it makes you feel. And I never, ever, 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 ever in any regard for any situation whatsoever will make someone feel like they don't matter or that they're not important. Or that I dis, or that I think of you in a disrespectful way, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people have the type of, um, um what is it, sense of humor where they, the, I, I don't know what people get a kick out of making someone feel like uncomfortable, because like even you know like when 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 your sibling are dating someone, they come around and you like to poke fun at the sibling in front of the person they're dating. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that because the sibling don't like it. It makes them feel some type of way, and like, why are you sitting up here talking about your siblings' quirky ways or what they used to do as a joke when they've grown out of that?
1: Right. Like right. I don't.
0: I've never understood that.
1: Yeah. Ever. I yeah, yeah. I, I feel like um, uh, it, it's almost like it almost fits under the same essence. Like if you got a partner or if you with your homegirl and y'all talking to people, um. No, yeah, around like let's say you're with your homegirls or i'm with my homeboy or something and then a group of females walk up to us or a group of guys walk up to you guys and then your friend is the one that's you know making jokes at your expense you know yes exactly child- at
0: your expense exactly exactly, and, exactly.
1: And, and, and that's and honestly i feel like specifically with that situation i feel like it's because of the fact that a person feels honestly insecure about themselves because like and we both, we all been on the same vibe. You know, we're in a first situation with, you know what I'm saying, a group of people. So why are you trying to make a highlighted moment on talking about me or making fun of me? You know what I'm saying? It's okay if, you, if, if, you're saying, if you're making a joke that still at the same time is funny, but at the same time is also like a plus point for me that's going to make me look good in front of these females, then that's cool. But if you're just doing it specifically just to Highlight you or highlight how funny you're trying to be or you're making fun of somebody, that's not that's not cool. That's not it. Yeah. That's not it at all.
0: And I feel like, I've I've never been someone to make fun of someone. Like, even in friends group where they like, um, they crack on you for not being trendy or mm-hmm. trying to make something work that don't. If you genuinely don't like what somebody have on, don't you don't have to say that. Right. If they look questionably like, I don't know if you should go out like that because of other people, what they may think or whatever, then there's a way to say that. Right. But to straight up joke about it, I, I've, I've truly never understood the joking. And I guess because, maybe dramatic, but it's borderline bullying, and I think we have enough of that from just freaking society and just being critical of our own selves. Why do we need people that are in our inner circle or people that rot with us sitting here putting us out like that? But that's just how I think. But my friends, they don't do that to me. <laughs> like, But that's also because I, I've established that boundary and I've let them know, like, yeah, well, I think I've I think that they should understand because I don't do that.
1: Yeah.
0: When I'm with someone and we meet okay, let's say me, Kiara, and Ari, we go out to Atlanta and it's a group of guys, cause dudes stay shooting they shot in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But I be like, yeah, this is my homegirl Ari whatever. When I when I talk about my friends, I don't do it in a rude way. I'm just I, I highlight everything about them. I'm like, and they're like, okay, what do you guys do? I'm like quick to answer. I'm like, oh, she's a dental assistant. She just graduated school. She works at for a great dentist here. Like, I don't know. That's just how I am, and I know a lot of people are not. And I don't know. I Basically, believe you like you like flowers.
1: Like yeah, I was say like you you you're the you're the type to as you should be. Anyone should be. You're the type to shine the light in a positive way on your mm-hmm. friends and not in a negative way or exactly. in a funny way or nothing like that. Yeah, like you definitely... like. You you you, you gassing the situation up for them like shoot I'm I'm yes. giving I'm giving you the credentials of my best friend yes. so you can know how popular she is You 100%. know what I'm saying? so yeah I feel you hundred yeah, percent yeah yeah
0: um it's just like yesterday I called Chuck on his birthday and I told him I said I think it's important no Chuck knows me Chuck and I are very much similar but I was like I truly believe in highlighting people's traits and qualities what makes them dope they're amazing. You know, just things about them. So I was like, I think you're incredible man. You're amazing. I'm so glad Chloe has you as a dad. I'm really grateful Drew has you as a fiance. Like, just showering someone. It's their birthday. Do people not understand the concept of a birthday? No, it's not about materialistic stuff. It isn't. But it's it's the day of their birth. Mm -hmm. It's when they came into the world, and it's about this person. Which means it's about the things that make you you, I feel like right of
1: course, duh,
0: like if I had a big highlighter, I would just be doing that, yeah, because it's what you should do,
1: yeah, and and, and that's crazy say too, because it also that's bringing my next point with going on with that, it stems with the celebration of how people do that birthday, yeah, turning up is cool, don't get me wrong, thank you uh don't don't get me wrong, turning up is cool, but at the same time. Do You think that the date of your birth is to be so that you can get drunk and not remember it That's the why I'm next day? Thinking. Like ain't nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. I'll have a hell of a good time. Yeah. But at the same time, make the forefront of your birth date be or your birthday. Let it be a rejoiced day. Let mm-hmm. it be a celebratory. Obviously, it's a celebratory day. And the way of how you celebrate it. Yeah. Because people say, yeah, it is a celebratory day. Why you think I'm going out drinking? Yeah, but. Don't plan your birthday to get drunk Like that makes no sense You know what I'm saying It doesn't
0: make any sense to me It doesn't make any sense to me And you already know how I don't like the idea of drinking as it is Which I want to talk about nutrition After I'll say this last little bit Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah you're very right That's why for my birthday I just want to do something simple Go to dinner I was surrounded by the people who support me I know that love me um, That I have great memories with as well and I don't know, I just wanted to be in really great company for mine this year. So, and my my best friend, not my best friend, but one of my greatest friends, Mary, she sat beside me. She was like, she does not drink. She was like, if I get a drink, can you? She's like, I'll get a drink so you can enjoy a drink. And I was like, I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to drink. I genuinely don't. This is going to segue into the nutrition conversation, but mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to drink. It takes like six plus days for me personally for it to completely go out of my system i don't care if it's a shot or i take full shots and then i got I, I I have an actual two or three drinks after or beers even it takes that long for all of that to get out of my system from the mental aspect of it to the physical digestive all of it um like if i'm not gonna have gluten or dairy animal byproduct what makes you think that i want to put alcohol in my body that's just me personally, yeah um and a a big thing for me when it comes to diet and nutrition is people respecting that, mm-hmm. like I love what you've been here you guys you you guys kind of understand the uh, listeners that I have a very complex dietary lifestyle and restrictive eating and stuff, but my brother Matt is relearning you know with me being vegan and stuff, so when we go to the grocery store or whatever I make it a harder time than he's probably used to because I read every ingredient label and he was actually vegan what a year ago for about for for the whole year a year yeah, ago. Yeah. And um so he understands it thankfully. But I don't know. I, I I know it's people that are in the health and fitness industry, it's different. It's a different journey and it looks different for each and every person. Um and I've honestly never met someone like me who reads every ingredient label, essentially cooks all the time every meal you don't really really eat out for the most part um and i don't buy processed or like prepackaged stuff for the most part so like last night we went matt and i went to the grocery store we got stuff to grill out on the grill here and we got some sausages some plant-based patties or whatever um and the sausages were vegan i don't, one of them i don't think was gluten-free but um other one may not have been either i honestly don't really know but it's important for me to make sure that I read those things because I know I listen to my body. I know how it's going to react. Right. Um, so in the night before last we had pizza for my sister's birthday here. She wanted pizza. So that's what we had. I had a gluten-free pizza, but the thing is even when you have these alternatives as a vegan or vegetarian or plant-based eater, whatever you want to call it, or you just enjoy those things and you eat like a regular American average American. Um, a lot of time the alternative things will try so hard to make it be similar to the real thing that they put so much ingredients and things into it. And it's worse for you than eating the real thing. So it's like, why not enjoy the real thing? Mm -hmm. Like this is just as bad, but then I also know a lot of people's thing is, uh, save the animals or like protect the animal type thing, but Mm -hmm. they're also not cognizant or conscientious of the ingredient labels and what those ingredients essentially are. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, if you, if you listen to your body, it tells you exactly what you want and need, what you don't want. it It responds in a way when you have certain things to where you know you can't eat it. Like I love popcorn. I love popcorn, but my stomach hates me when I have it. Like four handfuls in, and I should stop, but I can't because I like popcorn so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, know it's a corn byproduct, so I also know corn is not the most digest most digested. It doesn't digest all the way, I think, mm-hmm. is the thing with corn, but I don't have those things a lot in consumption and things like that. But um but yeah, that's my little take on nutrition currently. And um you good, bro? Yeah. yeah I <laughs> Got quiet on me there for a minute. I honestly probably shocked you with as much as I talked because I talked so much. I'm good. I'm good. But you guys, my brother Matt, he's actually a um drawing near the end of his culinary arts degree. Excuse me. Yeah. So tell us a bit about that. What have you been <clears throat> learning? Um, what has been your favorite? Are you learning about the nutrition of it? Or do you take a separate nutrition course? What? Tell us yeah, about it's, it.
1: Um, it's definitely, I would say like my first semester, taking took in nutrition classes. And, um...
0: Hold on. I'm interested. From what you've seen about me so far since you've been back,
1: and mm-hmm.
0: you talk about food and stuff, how... "Quote unquote on it, am I? Because I've been thinking I'd be knowing stuff because I do follow like a lot of credible di- dietitians and nutritionists and certified people. Not only just certified, but actually went to school
1: because mm-hmm. you know
0: sometimes those certification courses aren't the most accurate. You know whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they update a lot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, but I I learned a lot from that because I I also did a pod about social media and learning how to dif- differentiate between the good stuff because there's a lot of good things on social media. And a are great opportunities, especially for business owners and things like that. And there's also the bad out there. I'm not going to lie and say that there isn't. But I'm just curious from what you know what you've heard me talk about. Do I really know what I'm talking about?
1: You do, 100%. Obviously, if you didn't, you're, for one, your body shows it. Your body's the a camera that shows that. Uh, but I know you're saying, like, knowledge-wise, whenever you look at certain degrees and stuff. Yes, you're very intuitive on it. You're very... Engaged on what you're specifically eating, and which when you are on that type of lifestyle, when you are vegan, vegetarian, or whatever it may be, uh, you have to be that way. If not, then like I said, the results is going to show that you're not. Exactly. So, like I say, your body, your health, the way that you are, which I'm pretty sure you know personally yourself that you probably seen other enhanced areas like uh, your mental stability. Hundred percent. Um. Just the way your body, like you said, the way your body talks to you. Now you probably can do certain things that you couldn't do before. Or the way you're more active than what you used to be. So that tells a lot. That's a huge telltale sign. Like I said, when I was strictly vegan, um, it, it was a wonderful, wonderful journey. I love it. Maybe one day I'll go back 100% again. But uh, I guess mine and tied t- so much with going back... To not being a hundred percent vegan. Um, is because it felt like say I'm in the culinary and yes, of course, mm-hmm. I do know that there are alternative products that I can use to still be a great chef or be a great cook. For sure. Um, but at the same time I do like making traditional food. I do love making comfort food. I do love making food that does involve meat because again to me, obviously culinary is an art. You know what I mean? So I feel like I need more, I guess the meat and certain other products is more colors. Like if I was a painter, like I have more colors. I have more options to work with. I have a bigger picture. That's a very cool way to put it, actually.
0: I never thought of it that way.
1: Yeah, you know, and um, I feel like I have a bit, I could have a better, brighter, more defined picture when I use other ingredients other than just, um, um. plant-based products or vegan products or whatever it may be, which I've seen a lot of great people who just strictly are cooked for with vegan food and they've created some wonderful foods. Uh, presentation-wise, the way it looks, the way it tastes, everything. I I, I know that. Uh, but like I said, I, I like to mix. I'm a guy that likes to mix. I, for one, that's why people ask me, what is your favorite thing to cook? I don't have just one style of cooking. I don't have just one um, um one type of dish to make like Korean dishes or mm-hmm. Asian dishes or American or grilled or soul food I can i I feel good to say that I can dimble and dab with a little bit of everything you know what I mean
0: I'm interested which one which cuisine or um culture food do you think that you could enhance more or that you could work on because we all have things that we could work on like oh yeah I know with school even but that's we're not talking about you. we're talking about you because no, yeah, yeah. I don't want to point out What you're doing wrong? I'm just no, yeah, yeah. I want to be reflective of where you could
1: grow. Honestly, that's a great question. I always feel like in every aspect. I again, I I don't like to narrow things down Mm -hmm. because of the fact that it is. For one, it's true. Like especially with any type of job or any type of career or anything that you can never not learn. That's the thing a lot of people got to understand, especially if you are in a career path or career choice. That uh, has the opportunity for you to continue to learn, for you to continue to grow knowledge on. Um, but if I had to, if I had to just pick one specific area, I'd probably say, mm, as a cooking and whole or culinary and whole, I would just say to strengthen certain cooking techniques. Okay. If that makes sense. You know, certain cooking techniques for different things. Because I'm not going to lie. That's one area where I will say, like, certain things can be cooked a different way. That's how, like, a lot of foods have a certain taste. So, when you go to a certain place, like, damn, this food just fire. It might just have simple ingredients, but it might have been the way that it was prepared. Mm -hmm. The way that it uh, was marinated in a certain sauce for a certain amount of time. Or instead of it being baked it was braised or you know what i'm saying so yeah. it, it, it's a lot of different factors that are taken and, and i feel like that's one area that i definitely continue to always will learn in and can better in like i said the um the techniques of cooking so
0: yeah that's what's up so this is a random question
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you know i'm a very particular very literal person <laughs> But is there a difference in the words cook, chef, is culinarian
1: one? Culinary.
0: No, a culinarian.
1: Yeah. Did I yeah. just make that up? No, it's a it's word. Okay. Culinarian. Yeah. So
0: chef, cook, culinarian. And I guess that's essentially it.
1: Um, chef is a title. Is what you, you know, that, that's what you are like. Uh, how can I put it? Okay. Um, I'm trying to make the best comparison. Cooking is what you do. Just like an NBA player. An NBA player is a title, but playing ball is what to do. He's a ball player. I'm a right. cook. I'm, at the end of the day, you are what you do. But, like I said, chef is a title. You know what I mean? So it just And, obviously, you have different level titles of chef. You have a sous chef. You got a, 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 a back-of-the-kitchen chef. You have executive chefs. So, you have different levels. You know what I mean? So, all in the essence of itself, like I said, the word chef or anything like that is uh, just a title. Cook is what you do and
0: um okay yeah that's what's up
1: yeah
0: um so currently you you would say you're what like 85 percent plant-based plus vegetarian
1: yeah yeah 100 percent. and like i said the other because like i said i have my wild moments too and I, I guess i guess a better way of saying it i eat healthier mm-hmm. from when i stopped being vegan um 100 percent I just started, I just, you know, let myself know, you know what, since you do still love certain non vegan foods, it's okay to eat those at certain times, you know what I mean? But for the most part, I eat healthy. I am a healthy eater, as you know. I'm a healthy eater. Uh, you know, work out as often as I can, try to stay as active as I can. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I definitely do have my, you know what, like screw it days. I'm finna have some eggs <laughs> or I'm finna. I have a, I have had a burger and a long a cheeseburger and a long and uh I would say I'm trying to really think maybe like a year and a half mm-hmm. almost 2 years ago Stop Um I have I will say I have had a chicken sandwich in a real chicken sandwich um but that's bad that's wings i love wings like that's since i've been back off of my vegan mid i guess or whatever you want to call it Um, uh, my wings i and I, I, I always loved wings i just it's my kryptonite so
0: we got to get you to wb down the street the girls they love they. i used to love their wings but they still eat them but that's when i had stopped eating meat because january 2019 um on um, like New Year's Day, me and Memo had went and got W and B. And the when I bit into my chicken wing, I always got lemon pepper dry, of mm-hmm. course, because what else are you supposed to get? Crispy, of course. And um when I bit into that first wing, it was it tasted more gamey and foul than ever. And I saw red and I was like, Oh, I can't do this no more. And literally from that moment forward, I, that that was really my reason why I stopped. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was um, I wasn't well after that I went plant based. So, I was still having, like, Marisha, she would make, like, a gluten-free vegetarian lasagna, which vegetarian is not entirely vegan. Right. So, she would use regular cheese. Um, I was still having eggs every now and then, um, but it, it was essentially a plant-based vegetarian diet. Yeah. And then, was it this year that I went completely? I've been completely vegan for the past three and a half, four months at this point. But I will say it's very difficult. I mean, even before I went vegan, I wasn't eating... Process things essentially. Right. Um, but at work they give us a bunch of snacks, like they donate and keep our snack container little thing full. So like the Hidden Valley bars or the Nutri grain bars, those aren't healthy, but I'd rather see somebody eating that than a Snickers bar. Yeah, yeah. They're really um, not that healthy. They're really not. No. And that but that will say they're not genetically engineered, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um and their ingredient label isn't extremely long. But like I said, I if, if someone, if their kryptonite was Nutrigrain grain bars, yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. But right. if it's Snickers, we might. I want to have One a conversation with you. Yeah. Like, let's get to the root of it. Why do you feel like you need nougat and chocolate and peanuts and caramel?
1: And, and I, I would say this too, a couple of things. Real quick. One, first thing I'm going to say is right here. people who have turned away from the idea of being vegan or vegetarian or think that is a hard process or whatever it might be. Don't think you have to... Some people can do it cold turkey. I'm a cold turkey person. When I first became vegan, I'm talking about it was Monday, then Tuesday, I was vegan. Like, strictly, pure. Like, that's how I get down. Like you said, that's exactly how you get down. Yeah. But for the majority of people, they can't do that. And yeah. then that's how they get discouraged. They feel like, oh, I can't do it that way, so I'm not going to even try. No. If... Okay, put it this way. If you, as an example, if you were just eating nothing but junk food and... Bad comfort food like burgers, Taco Bell, pizza, this, that, so forth, and the other, this, that, and the third. Okay, if you was eating that Monday through Sunday or Monday through Friday, then do it Monday through Wednesday. Instead of having a double cheeseburger, have a single cheeseburger. Slide back a little bit at a time and before you know it, you have accumulated yourself to being Okay, now I'm not even eating beef no more. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just eating strictly yeah, chicken. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then once you do that, okay, I'm not even eating chicken no more. I'm just, I'm eating ground turkey. You see what I'm saying? So like, you that, that, that,
0: just one um, animal protein. I right?
1: Guess, really. it, it, it's, yeah, But you know what I'm saying? And, and nothing's wrong. And I was, I was doing certain things like that too, uh, before I even became like strictly vegan, vegan or whatever. I was doing it like I definitely was, was started taking. Like I haven't ate pork and like. 11 years, 12 years. It's been,
0: three and a half. It'll be, um, no, I, it's been a while since I have, uh, pork was my first thing. I stopped eating that when I was in Tennessee.
1: See, that was like, that was, I'll probably say, cause you know, every Thanksgiving, we would have chillers. That was probably like, I would say, I was probably like 17. And that was like my first Thanksgiving, not eating chillers. When mm-hmm. I was like 17, like I'm 28 now. So yeah, like I said, about 10, 11 years now. And, uh, it's, it, that was one of the first ones. When I knew I could let pork go, because pork is bacon. You know, who doesn't love bacon? Ham. ham. I'm not, Chitlins, I am was never really big fan of ham, but chillings, hot dogs. I loved ham. The
0: ham. A ham hawk at Thanksgiving?
1: Yeah. And it was... Well, a good ham sandwich was good. A good ham sandwich was good. Yeah, I
0: think it was a saltiness for me, though. And the texture of it was very, like, slick and yeah. shreddy. Like,
1: Yeah. yeah. And pulled pork. Who does you know?
0: Doused in barbecue
1: sauce with man, a hamburger bun. Exactly. Fire as hell with some coleslaw pasta little, on top. That with a
0: side potato salad. you you're exactly. a little crazy. Might want to slap a piece of cheese on yes, that. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly. You know,
1: <laughs> exactly. like exactly. no, nah, especially
0: and, Perry's barbecue back home.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know Perry. what? Yeah. I I can't. I, I I I know. I probably maybe had it once, but I can't have, talk on it so much to say mm-hmm. you know put my opinion on it. That's another place. Did you ever have uh, Grandpa's barbecue?
0: I never had Grandpa's, but I had Challengers a few times. Challengers
1: ah, was a good place.
0: Challengers yeah. is the OG though. Like I'm sorry, but ain't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody messing with Challengers. Grandpa's barbecue. Grandpa's. Where's that one at?
1: Remember, it used to be like a little food truck right over the park by uh, Auto Parts, Events Auto Parts.
0: See, I didn't, I didn't have that one. I had um, the other food truck, Heather's food truck.
1: Oh, uh, I didn't have hers. And now they got a Mexican truck down there. Really? Taco truck, yeah.
0: I heard that. Parrish has come up in the it's world It's right home.
1: there by uh, Peppers. Right? Not Peppers, but... Uh, what's the... Um, across the street from South lot. That rim spot. Oh, uh, uh, Joe
0: and Jerry's Ties?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them, yeah. Yeah, but it'd be posted right there. i I never tried it, but... Because I... When I was living in California, that's the most authentic Mexican food you can get. You know, I'm food sure. truck. So I never... I don't... I can't... I don't even... I don't even gas myself up enough to try another food truck when I'm anywhere else. Uh, my well, older brother Tay had when I was living in California had came and visited a couple of times. Every time that he did, he always wants to go to the specific food truck. He loved tacos. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about he.
0: Who doesn't love tacos?
1: This guy though, this dude food truck was like you think that he went to Mexico every night and came back to the United States with his food. It was that authentic. It was very delicious. And
0: um, it was obviously by Spanish.
1: Yeah, 100%. And, and they didn't Americanize it? Hmm.
0: They didn't Americanize
1: no, it? No, they didn't. They kept their roots. And I remember because we got a first order of like three. Then we smashed. And then he was like, I got to go back and get some more. Smash with three. He went back like two more times after that. He killed it.
0: I'm sure he did. It's a Mexican spot down the street.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, It's called
0: Tacos to Tacos. Have you had it yet since mm-hmm. you've been
1: here? Mm-hmm.
0: We should go there for sure. The I girls, they really like
1: it. I don't, know where. I don't know if I want to go to WB's, get some wings or yeah. Right.
0: It depends on what mood you're in. Like I said, w they W B's got a couple different different uh, little options or whatever. Cause when I was um <laughs> when I was in quarantine when I had COVID, I don't know why, but I was craving a catfish po boy from there so 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 bad. I knew I couldn't taste it, but I wanted it. Yeah. So I took like two bites and of course I was done because I didn't have an appetite. But that they got a good uh, fried rice there. Um but yeah, they got a they got a couple of different things. They got the Impossible burger, they got the catfish po boy. It's pretty good. It's thick. You got a, you get a lot of fish in that. Wow. I will say that's one thing. I do miss fish. I do miss fish. Not seafood entirely, but fish, fish. Catfish especially.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: the crappie. Is it crappie that Star used to yep. catch? Yeah. Best fish I have ever had in my entire existence on this world in 25 years, bro.
1: Is it crappie or crappie? Crappie. I think it's crappie.
0: But it's spelled C-R-A-P-P-I-E. Yeah. That's why I never know how to say it. So I'll be like. When I try to tell people what it is, I try not to say it, because I don't want them to correct it. Uh, that's
1: some crap fish. No, no crappie fish. Yeah. yeah. I think it's crappie, though. It's crappie, it is. Yeah. But, um... With some hot sauce? Yeah.
0: On that uh, white bread? Yeah. And some hush puppies, though. Got you. I used to love hush puppies, but they not gluten-free or vegan.
1: Hey, That's what I'm telling you. I don't know, like, and
0: then... <laughs> See my thing is too when in any aspect in my life whether it's school job task whatever even if somebody asked me to do a freaking recreational fashion show, no matter what I do, I have to go that extent with the degree of level of it. Right. Because no matter what it is, I have to I have to fall through with it. I have to do a hundred percent, and I can't do anything other than
1: right. Right. So
0: that that's why I be like that's not vegan or gluten free. I. I I don't even like having the gluten free alternatives because
1: it's not even the same. And see, that's why I say, like I say, I, I know exactly what you're saying when, when, when you're committed to that, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to your health in this specific area, eating vegan. Uh, I it, it's very extensive, and people think that you're crazy, or people think, yeah, oh, you're taking too much time, or or it's too much work to, have to be put in. But at the end of the day, it's really not. Once you once you be on that path for like mm-hmm. a good month, you it, it's normal to you now. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's normal to just an hour one section of the store because you're reading each label because you because you still love potato chips but you want to make sure that you're eating the right type of you, potato chips you tilt. got the
0: most cleanest one exactly
1: Set, go
0: we just got a uh i know exactly what you mean by that specifically because we just got a what the heck is the name of that store it's not a trader joe's it's not a costco it's not a whole foods it's one of them another little sprout sprouts yep we just got a sprout mm-hmm. down by the mall mm-hmm. and my coworker mary she took me there because I've never been to one ever before in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got a jalapeno and a barbecue chip that has a really clean ingredient label. And it was, it's they three for five. So, I'm going to have to go back at some point and get some. But, yeah, definitely. Like those Rice Krispies? Rice Krispies? Oh, like the uh, Rice Krispies bars? Yeah, yeah. The
1: cake things. Like, you know the ones that you, you turn me on to? The jalapenos? Oh, the, um...
0: No, the, the, sushi, the like rice cracker? cakes. The rice cakes. Yeah, yeah, there's some in there. You yeah. said Rice Krispies, so I'll thinking that
1: those. It, it says it on the bag, Rice Krispies. Really? Yeah.
0: Mm. I don't think they do, but okay.
1: You can literally go to the cabinet right now. I know because there's a right. bag in there. Yeah. But you need to go to the store because it's almost gone. But yeah.
0: No, but um.
1: I ain't a lot of like I I'm because y'all but that's one nice. reason that's I like like I just, <laughs> before I started eating those Rice Krispies. I will eat the kettle. Can you
0: please stop calling them that? that That's not...
1: what, do you want to bet?
0: Do you know what a Rice Krispie is? I have a gluten-free vegan one in my bet? bag right now. Do you want to
1: bet? Please. Please. Please.
0: But when you say, do you want to bet, are we betting and we're actually going to get the prize? A hundred
1: percent. I'm a death to go better.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to bet you $10 right now.
1: Okay. That, that bag says Rice Krispies, period. <laughs> you said it doesn't. Okay. Shake, please. Shake, shake, shake. shake,
0: shake, shake. Uh, we're going to have a slight uh, digression in the
1: conversation.
0: Where you at? I'm right here. I no don't want to dollars Okay. I'm, I'm, I
1: just unraveled the bag. It
0: says Rice Crisps. Oh. <laughs> Silenced. Because who won? Who won this No, that?
1: look. Okay. Rice Crisps. Yes. I said Rice Crispies. What is the difference? Just a terminology of a couple of letters? No, I because e.
0: there's Rice Krispies treats.
1: But did I say treats? I said Rice Krispies.
0: Yeah, but when you said I, didn't put Krispies, I eat on there. Yeah, but when you said Krispies, I automatically thought of K R I S P I S E S. You
1: did what? Who did it? You did it. So you made yourself think that I was adding treats. That's why you said Rice crispy treats. I said Rice crisps. We can take No, you said Rice
0: Krispies.
1: Yeah, I said Rice Krispies. But the back
0: says Rice Krisps. So, this is what we're going to do. You're going to give me five. I'm going to give you five.
1: Dude, we might not even give each other nothing.
0: Hey. We were both wrong. But wow. I was more right. Anyway. oh, no, I
1: was more right. A hundred and twenty-five percent.
0: Can you just if anything, stop?
1: If anything, I would say give me like eight dollars or seven bucks. Yeah. I don't even want the whole cause it. Okay. This is why. No, I, you were half I right and I was it. half wrong. You I were just, half okay, right
0: and I was half right.
1: If that's the case, then what about the fact whenever you just said... Crappies, but I know what you meant, which was crappies. Only thing that you would just pronounced wrong. First of all, we I said crappie. Two, I just had two. It was not words. more
0: than one. It was one. It was a crappie fish.
1: Okay, right. Even more so goes with me. I, I was only wrong by two letters, so ten dollars take out two minus two that's eight bucks.
0: But regardless, I said it was not Rice Krispies. Period, and it's not. But
1: you were saying it because it's not the, that food I was saying it because it's that word rice crisp you know what we're gonna let this one go you know what this is a little little situation <laughs>
0: like you said sorry so, hey. hey yeah okay <sighs> now that that is over you guys you guys feel free to chime in and let us know who you guys felt was right if you just even understood what was happening matt was saying that the that the sweet chili rice cakes that they say Rice Krispies. The bag, I'm looking at it, it says, I, I said, no, it doesn't say Rice Krispies. Because, I was, I did say Rice Krispies treats because yes. when he said Rice Krispies, yes. that's what I had automatically thought of. The sweet treat with the melted marshmallows from... Um, and
1: that sounds like a very personal issue because of the fact oh, that put, she added a whole different word to that. <laughs> at least I kept the two bases of the words, which is Rice Krispies. And I just added an I-E. I wasn't but it changes it
0: to be a different food, period.
1: Because of the fact, you yourself added a whole word. I can understand why you felt like it was wrong. Because you had in your head treats when I never even said treats.
0: Okay, you guys let us know. Is, is, was Matt saying a completely different food? Or did I, as he said, have a personal issue where I was saying Rice Krispies as a sweet treat? because the bag it says rice crisps and you know what just 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 to salt just to make this even more understandable for you guys at home when i post this on instagram that a new episode is up i want you guys to see the bag and understand from my context and his and then we can really just nip this in the bud straight period like that anyways back to the conversation at hand though um I do think it's it's great that there are stores like Sprouts, Trader Joe, Trader's Joe's. See, do you know what you do you see what you have done?
1: No, that's all you. That that's your third word messing up on today. First <laughs> was crops crappie. Second was adding a whole nother word.
0: As you did, but okay. Anyways. Anyways, Trader Joe's and even Aldi to an extent, depending on what it is, you can luck out and find some uh, more, the more processed things. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I love tortilla chips. Last night, me and Matt was having some chips and salsa because I I really love tortilla chips. I haven't had any in a while, but.
1: I like the lime ones. I can eat the whole lime bag.
0: I have to eat those by themselves because they are very acidic on my tongue.
1: You have to eat them by yourself?
0: Like, by themselves. I can't dip them in anything.
1: I do too. I have to eat them by myself as well.
0: No, I didn't say by myself. Just like by themselves.
1: No, I, I I'm saying in the whole different term, I have to eat them by myself because
0: I don't like sugar. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's the specifics for me, but um, but yeah, so I think it's great that those stores have those more healthier alternatives. Fourth thing, like you said, there there, are, this is a thing too. Our whole life, we're taught, especially in the black f- family and household, which is something I definitely want to talk about, that on Sundays fried chicken. Cream corn fried, um, cornbread. You know these very high glycemic index type food with very high carb content, and it's it's more than one time a week. It's not even just Sunday. It was very frequent throughout the week. So in our mind, we have this thought that this is normal for us to eat on a regular daily basis. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, you have to reteach teachers. everything you were taught for eighteen years or nineteen, however long you was home with your parents. They conditioned you and taught you that this is the way of eating and these are the actual nutrients and the minerals and the good things that you need. But let's look at it. They tell us that what are the leading causes of death for black people? Heart disease, hypertension, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart attacks, congestive heart failure, heart disease, you know, all these things that could easily be very much prevented Mm -hmm. if taught different your whole life because there's some and that's the thing there are some black people who and I'm talking black specifically because that's what we know about that can that can reteach themselves and want better and want more so they do the research like you know you ever heard about like Dr. Sebi Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he talks about like the whole natural like the sea moss I know for sure yeah and uh, just really holistic ways of healing I got a part of
1: he literally just started he just started a grind a new side hustle with sea moss
0: yeah Um, I gotta get into. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but I want you to tell me about that more. I want to read into that and mm-hmm. check up on it. But um, you know, there there really are black people who want more for themselves in life, and that goes. That's a whole another conversation of the ones who don't and who are just conditioned and are sedentary, so to speak, with the way things are. Um, but when you when you know when you want better, you do better. And when you know better, that's also what you do in life. So I think it's. I think it's very important that black people do go the extra mile to reteach ourselves when for your whole life you were taught that this is the way to be when it's not because like I said let's look at our, our history with something just clicked with me too. This is very random but I've been reading that the leading uh the, the one race that's that's diagnosed from COVID from COVID is black people and I was thinking how can an in a respiratory illness target a race but it just clicked with me because like I said I went down the list of we we don't have the greatest health to begin with mm-hmm. black people don't it's sad mm-hmm. to say, but you really have to take the take take life by the horns and your health and really change the trajectory of how it's going um and really put in that work to, to 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 reteach yourself and train yourself It's just like starting out working out when you're obese when you're obese or overweight or fat mm-hmm. um, it's very 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 super duper 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 hard in the beginning to to have that change um But when you initiate it and you start it, like you said, you become accustomed to it. And that's the thing. It's a lifestyle change. That's the transition it is. It's not just, okay, I'm going to do this for this long or whatever. When you implement it as a part of your life, Mm -hmm. it's a lot more adaptable and easier to grow accommodated to Mm -hmm. rather than saying, okay, this is my New Year's resolution. You don't have to wait till the new year. Start on Monday in January or yeah. July if you want to. Yeah. Um, so I I wish that stigma of health and fitness would change. But I also get it, people feel like it's a new year, so you have to do things right at least for a certain period of time. Right. Um, but that also goes along with just being, I feel like, more mentally headstrong going further than just saying um that it's the new year, I have to do things right. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till the new year, because for one time waits on no one and if you want things changed for one, you have to do it yourself and you have to be intentional about it um and you really have to put in the effort and the work for that and like you said, being vegan is most definitely aside from dentistry is the most hardest and difficult thing i I think I've ever done in my life mhm- because when when you're plant-based or even vegetarian, like you said you you can you can what i call backslide you can color outside the line, so to speak um but when you're vegan, you don't have that option
1: hmm and yeah, like you yeah.
0: said, what you put in is what you, it's exactly what you get
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, my bad. and I have to say, too, on top of that, like, speaking back to what you said, you have to re-teach yourself or rethink yourself. I call it rewiring. Mm-hmm. You have to rewire yourself from years of what you've been programmed to be or what to eat or whatever it may be. For sure. And, hey, it takes some people. And, again, that's how a lot of people get discouraged, why a lot of people don't feel that. That um that success to complete something to become a real vegan to lose weight to do a certain profession because of the fact like it's it's hard to rewire yourself. It is now you're not a kid anymore to where you can have to where you're not unconsciously known as a kid, but you're being wired to be a certain way. Now that you're an adult, now you're conscious of that. Now it's that mature because now you're thinking like, dang, it's gonna take me forever to do this. It's gonna take me forever to do that. But if you think about it, yeah, it might take you two or three years to get this down the path or six months to do this to do that. But the thing you have to most important, very critical, if not most importantly, is to remember six months is going to go by regardless. A year is going to go by regardless. Two years, three years, four years, five. So while that time is going by, instead of you like giving up on the fact of doing it because it's the easiest thing to do, think about it. When this three months is over, when this six months or year is over with, I've accomplished this. I've accomplished, and I eat this. Now I done switched my diet to this. I didn't. I was at this weight. Now I'm at this weight. Um, you know, and that's one thing that really honed me, honed my thought into thinking that way was when I was bigger. I was like I said. I was like at might as well say two eight. That's what I was about
0: to say. Take us. They are bored with my. Excuse me. They are bored at this point with my um, healthy lifestyle transition journey. I mean, I've talked about it so much. But um, take us down, take us down the path and the journey, and the approach that you had when you transitioned to the healthier lifestyle that you have now, and um, tell us about that.
1: It was, I would say.
0: Don't leave out any details.
1: I got you. Whenever I started on the process, it was. It was something I already knew. Just like anything, before we start doing anything, we already know something why it's the betterment of why we should do it. So, once I mentally concreted and told myself, like you know what, this is why I want to do this. Like this is why I wanted to lose weight. This is why I wanted to be healthier, be be more active. Because of the fact, my main motivation was my daughter. I want to be able to when I'm older and she gets older, I want to be able to still go out there and really give her a game, uh, give her her money for her game whenever it comes to like, let's say, pop, let's go out and play ball real quick, let's go shoot ball. I want to be able to keep up with her. I want to be able to, if she want to play softball real quick, go out there and, you know, give her a run for her money. And I want to really give my all because as a parent, you don't want your kid beating you in nothing. Eventually, they will one day, mm-hmm. but when they're teenagers or whatever it might be, you know, you don't you you, you want to keep that cap locks on. I still got this. I still run it type of thing, and I also start thinking, you know, hey, God's the same thing, and I'm still here. You know, the day that she has kids, I would definitely want me to be as active with them as I am with her, even at sure. 60, 70 years old. You know, and that's and that type of thinking is what really. Produced me to be on a healthier eating path, be on a healthier diet mm-hmm. internally, uh, which therefore also reflected to my mental stability as well. Yeah. So, when I started, like I said, I was like at, I say 280. Um, started off a bit slow, you know, obviously. Took some time to catch my body to catch traction of it.
0: What, what year was this? When did you actually,
1: mm.
0: like... I'm starting today you changed your eating or if you were going out to the gym like end when of two thousand
1: nineteen establish that. End of 2019.
0: Too. Like okay. probably like So right before the pandemic come.
1: Yeah. Probably like the month of my birthday, <clears throat> which is November. So yeah. Okay. And then um after that I would say like once COVID I hit, um I'm like I'm talking like full fleshly, Um full fledged. Full fledged. <laughs> When it hit full-fledged...
0: I love
1: that we do that with each other. Oh, yeah. We got to. Um, full-fledged around, what, like February, March at the latest type of deal? Around that time, um, I was... That's where my vegan journey had started. I had I was reading up on it, reading up on it, getting more knowledge on it. Maybe, I would say probably like January, matter of fact. I started incorporating more vegan meals to my diet. Mm-hmm. Um, then around, like I said, like March, that's when I came full vegan, 100%. Uh, then I did intermediate workouts as well. Intermediate workout was a life changer. It, it was, it was great actually. Um, I loved doing the intermediate workouts um, that incorporated with healthier eating.
0: Did you follow a program or you just created your own?
1: A little bit of both. I had a little bit of both. Um, certain online routines I had looked up on. And that, that's another thing, that's what I'll be
0: saying. Social
1: media sh- is a great influencer, 100%. In certain areas, it can be, it can be. Um, but like I said, yeah, started seeing intermediate workouts online, started incorporating my own little routines, my own workout ways. Uh, like I said, I also incorporated with eating before I knew it, I was down to like 225, then before I knew it, down to 200. Now, like I said, before I look up today, I'm at like one. One sixty five. Mm-hmm. So that was a dream. Maybe if I posted in this hands,
0: I again, You think people would notice? I don't know. You have it at all, so I'm gonna say no. It, it, that's your answer, no. And it doesn't matter. You paid of, for it and bought that it. Say. That's what I'm
1: about to say. No, my Instagram needs to be diverse. I'm gonna wear shit on most of time.
0: No, it don't matter. People I've seen, have seen me wear them ripped blue jeans that are literally my favorite and my white Puma so many times. I don't care. I paid for them.
1: And they mine. I see celebrities wear the same jacket or shirt. That If they do it, you can do it. No, it don't matter. It's clothes. But I know what you're saying, though. I know, hey. I get what you're saying, saying
0: too. But like I said, have more of that mentality. And if it's something you love and you want to post, post that. It's it's your scrapbook.
1: It ain't like you wearing it a week straight. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel you, though. I feel you.
0: I, I get what you mean, too. That's really dope. Your journey. Yeah. So you went... So you've what? You're down 125 pounds. Yeah. Wow, that's very impressive. And you guys, like I said, I'm I'm gonna post a picture of the Rice Krispies uh, controversy. You got me saying, Oh my God, I can't.
1: And then another thing.